I'm freaking out. They're trying to get him because at this point, my son is not moving. He's like collapsed. He's not doing anything. So you could tell something's wrong. And then I remember a cloud going over me and not knowing what to do. Welcome, welcome to another episode of I Got an Accent, So What? Dara, do you have an accent? I do. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> Before anything, because they always killed me, don't forget to subscribe, my amazing people, to download, to share, to comment, to all the platform, and including YouTube. Your comments and your love is always important. But today, I have somebody very special. They're all special. Miss Dara, and you're going to tell me your last name because it was a little hard to pronounce and remember yeah. I have an accent. Yeah, sure. It's Dara Hibben. You see? <laughs> Hibben. Hibben. Dara yeah. has many hats, many past life, many, I mean, if I tell it all, uh, we'll be here for a long time because I'm just going to tell you a little bit. First of all, she's an immigrant from the Philippines. Yes. Philippines. Yeah. Proud Philippine. How do you say that? Filipino. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to mess it up. Um, you did a little bit of bodybuilding with a WBFF, yes. somebody told me. Yes, I did. Um, yeah. She did. Uh, it was co-founder of an amazing thing. It was called Paul Mamas. Yeah. How amazing yeah. was that? Um, and now you have, you are a philanthropy in the yeah. I, uh, I Prevail. I Prevail. Prevail. Yes. And... Um, and many other things that I want to talk to you about today. Okay. Obviously, you know, this is a, a open forum to be yourself. And, and But I know the main thing is to bring awareness. Sure. Awareness of situations that we're having in our community. Yep. Things that we're dealing as mom, as entrepreneur, as women, as, as, as everything. Yeah. And as you know, this is, uh, this is a space for people like, like me that I have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> I and I, and I just can be as wrong as I can be because I got an accent, so what? But what's beautiful about you is that you grew up yeah. being an immigrant. Mm -hmm. How old were you when you came to the United States? So I came here at seven. Oh. I was seven years old. And then, you know, we came to New Jersey. My grandpa was a diplomat. So that's how we came, you know, we came here. Mm -hmm. It's hard to come from certain countries, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then just getting used to living in America. I still remember living in New Jersey in the snow. I mean, it's freaking cold. I'm used to the sunshine. Mm -hmm. I still remember that. And I had an accent. I was called a fob. Wow. Excuse me. I just, okay. I just learned that the other day with you right now. I'm like, what's a fob? You're right. Wow. Fresh at the boat. And now everybody's so happy to be like, this is who I am. But I was always happy. Okay. <laughs> Let's get her straight. <laughs> so I did, and I think I still have an accent. It's just I've lived in different states and, of course. you know, speaking different words and languages. <laughs> you adapted. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I feel sad because I haven't been back in wow. a very long time. And everybody keeps saying, oh, you should go back. And I have every intention to. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, we got kids, we got work, yes. we got things to do. So yeah. I, 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 plan to do that when my daughter is a little older okay. when she is i think um, how old is your daughter so she's two oh and my a half. god <laughs> two and a half and boys I have a son too he's how 18 old is your son 18 yeah. pride and joy both of them yes yeah. why you waited so long for which one for both <laughs> there's a huge gap 18 and two and a half so um i didn't think i was gonna have any more kids okay you know i thought I, we were i was fine with noah mm -hmm. got remarried to Michael Hibben, uh, 
And we had we have our daughter. He has a son. I have a son. We brought the little girl. Luna. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Luna. Luna. It is a Luna. She's super cute. Yeah. I mean, she's. If I you guys see them, too. you guys have a really good mixture. Um, how's Noah with Luna? He's great. Awesome. Um, she loves both of her brothers. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is completely obsessed. Um, and it, as she grows, he, he, I think he takes care of her more. Mm -hmm. You know, he plays with her. He helps me out. <laughs> so he's awesome about that. He's still at home? Yeah. No, not planning on, on leaving anytime not soon? Not yet. Not yet. And I'm okay with that. Totally. I'm okay with that too, Gianfranco, if you're listening to yeah. this somewhere, my son. You know, no <laughs> rush to, 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 I mean, you're definitely going to go to college, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to do with our culture, it right? Is. We try to keep them home for such a long, what do you, why do you think that? I think it's because we just, it, it's a family unit, right? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, Filipino, Spanish, um, mm -hmm. I feel like we like to just have that family unit. Everybody, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, mm -hmm. hey, everybody lives together, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even though they all don't live with me, but my mom does live with me. So, you know, it's a family unit. We all help each other out. How, how was it for you starting again? A uh, kid? Uh, with, 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 yeah, with a Luna. Hard. Uh, you know, <laughs> so he was uh, 16. <laughs> Yes. Already almost, you know, uh, mid, you know, I'm living, I don't know, life um, here. I'm an adult, but I'm not an adult. Right. And then you're pregnant with this sister. During COVID. During COVID. Tell me how was that? And by the way, Jackie was helping me <laughs> sell and buy my house at the same time. <laughs> I pregnant. do remember. I do remember. COVID. But how? hey, listen, we got full price on that. Oh, yeah, I'm happy about <laughs> Different markets, guys. Different <laughs> market for sure. <laughs> but it was, it was definitely a challenge, mm -hmm. um, good and bad. Yeah. I think it's because I'm an older mom. It mm -hmm. was definitely taking a toll on me. I'm more tired, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing, really. My mental is a little bit better with um, just being more present, right, with the kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be that way and spending more time because I was so busy with everything before. But I think now I'm, I've grown and more mature with being more present, but not physically. I wow. need more energy. <laughs> Coffee. I'm and tired. Let's, let's send her home a, a box of energy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally can relate. Um, okay. and, and that's why I asked the question because the same thing with me, nine years um, difference when, with Gianfranco and, and Aria right. Rose. And, and I think you and I shared the same, um, the last time we, we connected, I'm like, girl, having kids in 20s and, yes. <laughs> and towards the 30s, almost 40, is a different game. Yes. You said something about being present. Yes. And it's true. We, mm -hmm. uh, when we're younger and, and want to, you know, eat, eat the world and especially as immigrant and yeah. what we're given this second opportunity and we wanted, you know, whether it's hunger, whether inspiration, like yeah. my, one of my last um, uh, guests were here and, and he was expressing that, that we want to make a difference. You know, yeah. we tend to, 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 to do that for them for a better future. Yes. And then we kind of lack certain areas, mm -hmm. which it comes to mom guilt. Mm -hmm. How's it been your mom guilt? I think I had more mom guilt with my son. Mm -hmm. than this one. Why? Just because I was so concerned about how I was going to raise him. You know, mm -hmm. I, had to, I had to raise him a certain way. Yeah. I had to get my degree. I was working full time. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't as present. 
Yeah. Thank God my mom, you know, helped raise him. Um, but he's such, he's so good. I spent, listen, I try to, you work, you play, then you have fun and you play with your kids, right? So it's like <laughs> you try to balance everything out. Yeah. Um, there's only so many hours in a day, but in terms of Mongol, I do feel that way. Like if, you know, you're going to go somewhere, <laughs> like, should I be home? But one thing I did learn, like if you don't water your own plant, you don't make yourself happy. How are you going to be a good mom? How are you going to be good to everybody? Your mom, your family, your husband, if you're not like, taking care of yourself and making yourself. Because I think that's one thing I learned. It's like you're expecting everybody else to make you happy, but you can't, right? So we have to learn that within ourselves. I'm still learning it. I mean, crap, right? Absolutely. And you hit right on the nail. Mm. And it has to do also with culture. Yeah. Cultural belief, culture that the mom needs to stay home. We need to do this. Yeah, but then exactly. forward 60, 50 years later, mm. now in the household, both of us have to work in order to have a better living or better quality of life, I right. would say, to send the kids to college. So then you still have to be a mom. Yeah. Th that job and that career doesn't that go doesn't away, end. right? But then you also have to produce as, as your partner, whether whatever level that household require, or even for those single mom, even worse yeah. in that sense, you know? So... It, they teach us that, and we forget mm -hmm. to do what you just said. Yeah. Water our own flower, yeah. which is ourself. And we look for happiness somewhere else. Exactly. When if we don't love ourselves, how can we expect or teach somebody to love exactly. us the right and way? And you know, I want to add to that is health. Mm -hmm. So you're not watering yourself, right? Not just like with fun, which I'm all about fun, <laughs> but taking care of yourself. So I want to add, you know, my good friend Robin, I have her bracelet, mom to three kids and you know she you know you forget to take care of yourself and go to your doctor's appointments hmm. feel some pain goes to the doctor oh oops something's wrong so now you know she's been advocating to hey women get yourself checked out even though you think you're fine and healthy go get your pap smear go get yeah. your mammogram go do that that's part of watering that too. water that, so, that flower yeah wow very important, mm -hmm. which I, I seen you. You look super healthy. You're always very active. <laughs> That's right. Um, I see also that part of philanthropy mm. with I Prevail. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about I Prevail. So I Prevail is very dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. Always wanted to do something, you know, to help with the bigger picture, the big scheme of things, mm -hmm. helping others. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Um so my friends and I, Tina and Todd, we started I Prevail. It's a 501c3. Okay. And it started in, I want to say, 2012, 2013, when the typhoon hit the Philippines. Yes. And, you know, we're so used to giving money to all the different organizations, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to name them. Mm -hmm. But we, as a um, charity, we don't take any payments. It's 100% volunteers. Everything that happens, it's like it, get, it, it's, it goes to everybody. So okay. that's one thing we're super proud about. Mm -hmm. But um, we actually gave the money directly to those that needed it. Like we vouched for certain families. So we got them the, the materials that they needed to build their house. So mm -hmm. our thing is, is like you, you can give them, you know, lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Or it's like you can teach a man to fish and they can eat for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So that was our, our main thing. We wow. wanted to do that. Not just give a handout. We wanted to help, you know, hey, be empowered to do mm -hmm. and help. And the cool thing about this is it started as a disaster mm -hmm. um, 
relief? Not, yeah, disaster relief, but it ended up going more towards um, homeless. So every month, you know, Hungry Sunday happens. And, you know, downtown Orlando, oh. they actually always, it's always volunteers that go and just help feed, give clothes, and also with foster kids. That started with a simple Xbox, and it blew up, not because of us, but because of the community in Oviedo. Literally, oh. there was this house in Oviedo, mm -hmm. and, and cops were being called constantly. Mm -hmm. Why are there so many cops being called to this house? It's because it's a group home. Wow. And then... Um, there was a need, like, what do these kids need? Oh, uh, Xbox. And people were talking. There was mixed emotions. Some people said, no, they don't need an Xbox. Well, maybe we should give them something that these at-risk youth doesn't, you know, really <laughs> need, but give them happiness, right? Mm -hmm. So it started with that. It literally blew up, and our friend Wednesday actually helped with that as well. And after that, we now help with five group homes. Wow. And uh, group homes... Hungry Sunday, um, you know, different clothing drives. Mm -hmm. I'm personally not always present to help, but we do have a group of volunteers that has only grown, and mm -hmm. it's always we're always welcome to accept more. Mm -hmm. But I think what we just did was that we allowed to we opened up the outlet, yeah. So that people, some people want to help, they just don't know how. Oh. But mm -hmm. guess what? When you help with us, you're literally helping that person. You see the foster kids. You see mm -hmm. on the homeless. Like literally, I brought my son so mm -hmm. many times, and you know, they're not the most perfect situations. You got mm -hmm. you know, of course, some at risk situations there. But he sees, we see, and that's the real life. You know, yeah. sure, we're living a life of privilege now, right? But you got to see what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah. This is why we work so hard, right? Hmm. Yes. So that you don't have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So I keep reminder because because we were given that second opportunity as an immigrant. Mm -hmm. But a lot of thing, a lot of time, we know what to do because of what we experience. Mm -hmm. But our children, we have them so sheltered. Yes. And the <laughs> empathy part of it is so important about right. how to be empath. You know, em empath. Yeah, empathy. Empathy. <laughs> <laughs> she has an accent too I can't even but, think of that word either <laughs> but when we become more empathy to our neighbor hmm. it's, it's the only way that we can help each other mm -hmm. you know it's not just that selfish mentality yeah. that I have two breads and you have one but I still want yours but how can we help and yes. and I think even in our in, in me back in Cuba was like that that yeah there was so much necessity but we had like that whole entire community, we will be helping each other in a sense, like whether we were family or not, if somebody were missing a cup of sugar yeah. or something, we will help. Like they didn't, we didn't have much, but whatever mm -hmm. we That's have, what we you did. share. Came together. Yes. Yeah. So I'm glad that you, you, you're mentioning that because especially, you know, a lot of times people are like, we like to help and they do those big organizations, mm -hmm. not going, doing their homework. Where did this really go? Does yes. it really go to those people that need it? Or is it just a big bubble and they just get a minimum you know speckle mm -hmm. of of that help and and yep. and that's that's beautiful that it goes and you see where it goes and exactly and philanthropy where did that love philanthropy grow in you i just i feel like i've always had it um just i i think who i am is i don't feel right unless i'm making a difference in someone's mm -hmm. whatever it might be mm -hmm. Hi, Gia. You know, are you having a great day? Did I make a difference in your life today? <laughs> I feel like as a person, and I learned this about myself just recently, you know, I took a personality test. Um, 
And I learned that Dara likes to invite everybody and include everyone. <laughs> Sorry. You That's just who I am. I like to do that. And mm-hmm. um, I like to make others feel welcome and included. And I, it, I, to my fault, it's like sometimes when I'm not, I feel offended. Mm-hmm. But it's like not everybody's like you, Dara. You know, yeah. chill out. Like just the same <laughs> thing with philanthropy. Not everyone's like that. Not everybody needs or wants to help. And I think I had to learn that too. It's like, why doesn't this person want to help? This homeless guy, mm-hmm. not everyone's the same way. Yeah. So I just feel like I've always kind of had that. I just didn't know how to go about building it. Absolutely. And thank God I had friends that are good with papers and paperwork and filling it all out. And my friend Tina is super good at that. Yeah. <laughs> she was able to get the papers approved within a couple months, which is actually record time. Wow. And now we still have a lot of volunteers. We're, we're, we're kind of, we ebb and flow, you know? Mm-hmm she's busy, I'm busy, got kids, got work. But whenever we have a moment to help, we will, or if somebody's willing to do so, hey, please, you can do, you can do it through us mm-hmm. as well. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what it's all so about. So I don't know if I went off tangent on that, or <laughs> no. like I answered your question no, properly. No, you did, you did, you did. That is not only uh, that it grew up as, as, you know, helping the Philippines for that, but it becomes, yeah. it branched out into other yes, things. Yes, exactly. And and that's important. Started there, that started mean, there. That means that the intention, it's even, or even the goal, it's bigger, and that's what's something yes. beautiful. Yep. Your son, Noah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> my baby. Um. Uh, I was I was listening and and and, and watching a, a report that that recently um, you did and and we have but for those of you that don't know uh, we have a, a a good friend in common uh, which is she doesn't like to be in the spotlight whatsoever <laughs> the most boring person ever <laughs> we love her Jackie Salama <laughs> so Jackie it's it's really 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 I mean you guys how long have you known Jackie. Uh, um, I want to say since 2000, literally, we're from Virginia Beach, so oh, we've so known each go. other for, a long, long for time. 20 years-ish, you That's, know? Yeah, we're not going to age her, yeah. <laughs> so, long time, and Jackie's our executive director. Jackie, I tell everybody, and she, she's going to hate me for this, but she's been the biggest acquisition of my life. Yeah. Like, um, and it's something how things work in a mysterious way. Yeah. Uh, actually, I was talking to you about it, that... I don't regret nothing in life because, you know, I went through a phase in my life that I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing mortgage. I was I was deciding whether I want to go to in real estate. And then all of a sudden I got pregnant with my first. Mm. Uh, I was 26. God, Lee. And I thought I was old. I was 24, 25. <laughs> and, I, and I told my husband, I want to try something different in my life. I just want to, to go do hair or skin. So Jackie... Um, was my skincare teacher, professor, super quiet, super strict. Um, but we kept in touch and, um, and she got her real estate license and now she runs everything for me and Jeremy. She's awesome. Super loyal, super, somebody that I know, if she'll be there for me, she'll be there for yeah. me. And, um, She's huge in philanthropy and, and all of that, such a giver in all of the events that we do. Yeah. I know that I can always count on, on, mm-hmm. on Jackie for that, um, uh, for, all, for all that sense. Um, but I remember her uh, also telling me um, a story about how Noah, you guys discovered the type 1 uh, diabetes. Walk me through it for yeah. those that don't know mm-hmm. and for those people that, go, that are suffering <clears> and they don't know 
you know, because she told me the story and it blew my mind. Yeah. So it's, we would all hang out, Josie, Jackie, mm -hmm. everyone. And um, it's actually funny because my friend Elaine, her daughter got sick and it was a stomach bug and then my son got sick. So, oh yeah, no one got the stomach bug, right? Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't the same, you know, as a mom, you just can tell something's off, right? I was getting my master's at the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking over at my son, like I was literally in the couch and I'm looking at him, you know, he's sick and I called the doctor. Uh, hey, you know, I, he's just not doing well. You know, he's drinking. He's not really eating. Oh, no, he's fine. Um, just give him more fluids, which I did. I gave him more fluids. Not that good, right? If we get to this part of the story. <laughs> I think it was a Sunday. No. You know, we had to take him to the ER. I was like, Dude, he, he just doesn't seem right. I took pictures of him. Mm -hmm. And his eyes just seemed sunken in. So we took him to Nemours. And the Nemours hospital that's being built with... Um, I just knew that their facility was really good. My ex was mm -hmm. working on their um, mm -hmm. emergency power, so mm -hmm. he was specific about going there. We went there, and then emergency room, the doctor with a harsh tone, your son has diabetes. I'm freaking out. They're trying to get him because at this point, my son is not moving. He's like collapsed. He's not doing anything. So you could tell something's wrong. And then I remember a cloud going over me and not knowing what to do. Anyways, they got him from there to the ICU. So in ICU, they kept him there for seven um, days, so a week, to level his blood sugar. He was at 1,000, over 1,000, which mm. means he could have died. He was in a coma, basically, yeah. sugar coma. They would not allow him to eat or drink anything because they had to level out everything. Manage. Begging for what? I still remember every single thing. And it tests your faith. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing, right? Mm -hmm. And at that point, didn't know anybody that had diabetes except for my uncle. I think he had type 2. Mm -hmm. And my ex, too, we didn't know what this entailed. I know it's injections, right? Mm -hmm. That's scary. Mm -hmm. So we learned how to about food, carbs, sugar, fiber intake, boot camp, how to give my son insulin, calculations, and how to do that. So after that, I became an advocate. Like at this point, I'm like, I'm going to master everything that it comes. I'm going to join everything that involves. I'm going to be everything that I need to be for my mm -hmm. kid. So that's what I did. Joined the JDRF and, you know, Josie and Jackie were involved in yeah. that as well, always. And the rest of my friends as well. Mm -hmm. um, just, again, learning more about diabetes and diet. That's when I got into fitness. Yes. So my friend Lynn was like, hey, you know, I know you're going through it. I was depressed. Of course. There's a goal. There's an Orlando competition. You want to do it? Boom. I, I set myself. Boom. I'm going to do it. So I got in the best shape of my life. Easy, because my diet was already there. For him. We removed so white rice, Gia. <laughs> Who does that? You're Asian. Filipino. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> That's water for you People guys. People still think it's like brown rice. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so brown rice... <laughs> And people are like, oh, sugar, you can't have sugar. No, you can't have sugar. My son actually needs sugar when he's low. So you exactly. need sugar when you're low, insulin when you're high, lots of water. And that's it. My son's in the best health of his life. Like his A1C is better than most people. He's in great health, knock a wood. Yes. But we have all the technology in place. Wow. And it doesn't come without cost. So a lot of my money, why I bust my butt is because of him. Even with insurance, Gia. Wow, like, I, I can't know. even deal. That's why you probably saw the report and all that yes. news. Which we're going to get to that. How old was he? How old was he when he started, when you when he had that episode? He was nine. Wow. Nine years old. Now he's 18. 
So, okay. So, almost 10 years. How hard was for him, though? As a, as, as a child, mommy me, saying, oh you cannot have bread or you cannot have a burger or you cannot have sugar unless you have a, a, a sugar low. You got it. See, you know, you All understand. Right. But, a lot of people don't, though. But how you tell that to a child at nine so, years old? Very good point, right? And I <laughs> thought I was going to have the hardest time that was like, oh, you can't have your juice. He was totally fine having sugar-free drinks. Mm -hmm. And then I remember vividly, he wanted something sweet. He starts doing exercise. He starts doing jumping jacks so he can get low and get a candy. Really? Why <laughs> can't be thing. doing that? <laughs> but he did. <laughs> but now, he, you know, he's good. We have, he has a pump. So it's allowing him to live normal. He can have his sugar, just give a little bit more insulin. So I don't restrict him too much. Yeah. He restricts himself. Yeah. So he'll have a pizza, but he won't have ever, ever have um, sugar drinks, mm -hmm. carb-free drinks, always. Yeah. Just don't drink your carbs away. Just eat it, you know, eat if it. he needs mm -hmm. to. Yeah, but that's, you know, that long now. You said the part about, because um, thank, thank God for technology. Yeah. Um, Imagine probably 25, 30 years ago that we didn't have the technology with no. the pump or all that. That makes it's a life-changing, you know, experience for us, a mom and, and, and a child that is trying to, to understand I have this condition and I have to learn how to live with this condition and I can still be a healthy way, right, right, you know. Right. So obviously now I see why he's a fighter and why he's so... You know, and a quiet fighter too. He doesn't beautiful. talk about it. He likes to be normal. Like he doesn't. Mom, don't We're, talk. Why are you talking to people again? Because, dude, if you're not, thank you. If you're not spreading awareness, what if this person like was me? I there were signs, Gia. There were signs. Yeah. Okay. You didn't know. He was drinking a lot. He was peeing a lot. It was kind of like honey inconsistency. Mm -hmm. Kind of weird. Put it off as nothing. Okay. You know, those are signs. And if somebody else were to see that. And now anytime I, somebody's having, hey, check their blood sugar. Because the doctors won't check your blood sugar if you don't have a um, family history. Mm -hmm. So they never would be like, oh, literally prick your finger to check mm -hmm. for your blood mm -hmm. sugar. They mm -hmm. won't do it. Not for kids. Wow. I mean, I don't know if it's changed now, but yeah. they didn't do it. So medication is part of it. Yeah. You yeah. said even with insurance, it's very yeah. pricey. You very. know, how did, I mean... Obviously, you work working your butt off to, yeah. to, to maintain basically, you know, a medication that can be life or death for your child. Yeah. The person that you love the most, that if you would put yourself in that position, I'm sure with, with no doubt, oh. you would, right? Oh, absolutely. As a mom. I even said that when he was diagnosed, give it yeah. to me, God. Like, I'll yeah. take it, not him. Yeah, so. yeah. So, awareness is important mm -hmm. and, and that it's something that we have to teach them to be more vocal about it. Actually, that is the reason why this show and this podcast is open is to bring awareness and and to be more vulnerable mm -hmm. because when we're vulnerable we let people know hey it's okay yeah. we're human we're not robots machines here right right that we all have struggles same struggles different texture of struggles uh, but how to find solutions and and especially mom sing let's say a single mom that is is going through through a situation like that you know um Thank God there's organizations, but some other people don't have that. And that's another subject, it. immigration law and all that. That's oh, another yeah. <laughs> whole ball that I'm bringing actually a lawyer uh, to talk about that. Because okay. the more that we can bring awareness and the more help we can bring yeah. to others, they can have a better quality of life. Yep. They can definitely change those around. Um, I see why philanthropy is so important to you. Mm -hmm. I see uh, your awareness on type type 1 diabetes. What is your next step on that? 
So right now, I think they're bringing down the cost. Yes. Uh, it's going to take a minute, but okay. they actually passed the law where mm -hmm. they cannot charge for a certain amount, which is excellent because, come on, it's insulin. Exactly. It doesn't cost that much to make. To make. <laughs> <laughs> but that, again, that's another topic, yeah, right? that's it's another like, topic. It's like, will there be a cure? Because that's the goal. Will mm -hmm. there be a cure? That's why we support the JDRF is one of them. Mm -hmm. The American Diabetes Association yeah. is another one. I was really big into the JDRF. Really? Like we did that a lot. We went to all the events. We, you know, raised money. Yeah. And I think that's just me. I'm just always going to search for that dang cure mm -hmm. wherever mm -hmm. it might be. You know, it might be in another country because I have no idea. But it's I learning still want that. Of course. Yeah. Learning how to live with, with, with a situation but having a quality. I guess the quality of life is yeah. what we are looking for. What did it take, uh, obviously, now we know, and that was one of my questions, and you just answer it. Okay. And I say, what did it take you to, especially win that bodybuilding competition? And definitely yes. was Noah. <laughs> yes, it was him. And even when they announced my name on stage, hey, this is Darabina and computers. And <laughs> computers. Because <laughs> everybody in bodybuilding, oh, physical, you know, personal trainer and, um, you know, nutritionist. nutritionist. <laughs> Me? No. <laughs> IT. IT. <laughs> Computer nerd. But I did it because, again, our friend Lynn was, you know, doing that and mm -hmm. doing bodybuilding. And I never thought I would do that. So she put that as a goal. So my friends and I ended up doing it and training together. It was mm -hmm. so great. Like, honestly, we had a great time. Wow. Literally in the, in the hot Orlando <laughs> box. No AC. Wow. All women. And so we trained for, I don't even know how many, I have to ask how many weeks we did that for, but I got, you know, we got ripped. really ripped mm -hmm. and competed and I got my pro card. And you So won. I got my pro card. Yeah. That was fun. How hard was it? I mean, the process, what you kept telling yourself. So for anybody there that might be interested, I don't know, you know, maybe my producer, you know, inspired me and we, we get into Yeah. Like yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How hard was that? I don't think that? it's hard. I think it's just more discipline. It is. You know, I now knowing what I know now, no, it's like you just change up how you eat, the times that you eat. Mm -hmm. You know, the alcohol. Uh, that's not good. That's a problem. Yeah. That's that's the only thing. But other than that, you do it. It's temporary. Keep that in yeah. mind. It's temporary. Then you yeah. get on the stage, you do your thing, and then you can continue to maintain it, or um, you know, just go about your life. But I, I feel like it was so great because it took my mind off of it. I got in the best shape of my life. I built muscle. Mm -hmm. So now that I do gain weight, it goes to where I want it to go. Wow. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> At least you see. <laughs> <laughs> you talk a lot about your tribe, your girls. Um, oh, my tribe, yeah. Your, the ones here and there. Mm -hmm. How important to you is being to have that support, those girls? Very, and I, I know several very, of them, but. Yes. Oh, very important. I mean, I have some really good friends. Really good. You, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to name, you know. No, no, leave nobody lot. off, you yeah. know. <laughs> but they're all, like, good support, and I feel like I kind of thrive off mm -hmm. of that. And, again, mm -hmm. that goes along with my personality yes. also because I will be there for them as well, the same thing. Um, but I think it's super important for women to empower each other anyway, mm -hmm. you know, and to be there for each other. We got stuff that we're dealing with. We got kids. We got husbands. We got work. 
we got all the other stuff. Challenges. We're already emotional beings. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> that, I definitely agree with you in that aspect. And my family, too. I do want to point out my family is number no, one. Of so. course. You said your mom. Yeah, my sister. My sister is amazing. Them. My cousin. Your sister is awesome. I know. I love her. She's yeah. the best. <laughs> you're, you're her dance partner. Yes. Um, <laughs> But it's when we started talking, you said, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a nerdy, uh, popular, uh, I'm a social nerdy. I'm yeah. Like, that doesn't go together. Like, right? you know, super smart, but then super social. I mean, so you so definitely weird. are a different breed. <laughs> you're not, I am. <laughs> not saying that you're not normal, but you're unique. Yeah. You know, and that's weird. something to embrace. <laughs> what would you tell that little girl oh. when she arrived to New Jersey? Oh my God, so many things, so many things to not be afraid of who you are, not try to fit in, you know, so much and just try to, I just always do. I'm just not like, you know, I like to go with the flow to a certain extent, but I also, I'm, I like to lead too, you know, mm -hmm. but I think I did a lot more following at that time mm -hmm. and not be who I am authentically. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what, who I would tell my younger self is just to be do what Dara, makes Dara happy, you know? It could be the weirdest thing, but that, I think. You learn. Is that good? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you learn. We, I mean, we learn within the, the time, and yeah. unfortunately, whether we want to agree or not, it's called age. Yeah. That's when we know that we learn. To be honest with ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that, but for a long time, the same thing. I will suppress many Suppressed. things yeah. because of like to like to be liked because mm -hmm. i'm just like you i'm a social butterfly yeah. so the issue with us social butterfly we like to be not only everybody's friend but we do it in a way because we're we really like people yeah. and we like to help yep. it's just that those there's other ones that take advantage of that where you 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 oppress what makes you happy to make somebody happy where you become a pleaser exactly Yep. But when you start embracing your beauty mm -hmm. in your own way, that there's no other you, is the most beautiful, authentic thing that we can have as human. Right. And unfortunately, we start experiencing that at a at a later later age. Mm -hmm. And the one person that you know, my son, I love him. And it's so weird because he's in the studio with me, so uh, <laughs> he's my baby, and he knows that I don't have any favorite. So I don't have any favorite. Okay. Um, but when I had Aria Rose, Aria Rose was that little girl that that made me like slap in my face mm. to say, you're not a people pleaser. You have mm. to please yourself because of her. You need to teach her not to do all the things that maybe you allowed for somebody else. So those little girls, you Luna, yeah. my Aria, which is very feisty. I love the name. By but the way. They, they give us that second opportunity and mm -hmm. it's so refreshing to talking to you and seeing all the things that you've done, like from immigrant, oh. from, you know, bodybuilding, pole mamas, which we didn't talk that much, but yeah. I know you like pole dancing and all that, you know, uh, huge, huge advocate, philanthropy, mm -hmm. you know, you have so much and I think you're just getting started, girl. Oh. So uh, keep doing that, bring awareness to that, um, to those that, that need it. And it's mm -hmm. beautiful to have people that are selfless. Mm -hmm. That is not all about, not only looking good, because looking good will always, but, you know, being selfish, but give to that yeah. community. Yeah, I agree. So, 
Thank you so much Thank for coming. You. Thanks for having me. No, any, any moment. And I'm going to make it official whenever you get your real estate license. Oh. Come work for us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, Thank guys. You. Have a blessed, blessed day. See you all in the Bye. next episode.